Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, <clears throat> the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is October the 21st. 2020 big day isn't it strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin don't fomo on a alts unconfiscatable golden age baby that's where we are bitcoin is clearly the next bitcoin i am offended by selling and of course scarcity 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 just like in real estate, it's about location, location, location. Bitcoin, scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. Get it? Pound that like button, people. Hello, my elite friends. Do you have questions? I have answers. Already we got somebody in the chat that says, Bitcoin Meister, happy Trafalgar Day from England. Lord Nelson just pounded that like button. Well, hey, the biggest news of the day would have been out of England today had it not been for PayPal. So we're going to get to that British news in a second. Be a unique beast, says Roman Q. Oh, yeah. Today, I'm a unique beast. I'm always a unique beast. But okay, dudes, we're going to jump into this uh, real quick. This week in Bitcoin will be at noon. We'll be at noon Baltimore time. That's New York time on Friday. So tune in. And who's going to be on the show? We're gonna, Spets, Alex Spetsky, Al's Lacrosse, and Reed Womack. And I want to say something else. Another day, another 2020 high for Bitcoin. Yet, if you watch yesterday's show, link to below, I said, yeah, we would definitely beat the uh, $12,400 2020 high pretty soon. I didn't know it was going to be like in less than 24 freaking hours. But yeah, we, it, it happened. That, that, was, uh, that was not a hard prediction. I rarely make numerical predictions like that. Watch yesterday's show. Yeah. This kind of feels like December 2016 all over again. Uh, the the slow, uh, well, it, it's slow at first, uh, and then it's a little bit more than gradual uh, build up in fiat price. But you fiat freaks, don't 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 worry about it. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. But yeah, it's been a fiat freak type of day as Bitcoin approaches uh, uh, thirteen thousand dollars or whatever. Now, I, I do want to say. Uh, the, the headlines in Bitcoin today are so positive. It's great. Uh, in the Bitcoin overlay, so much positivity in the air, man. Okay. And then so compare that to the mainstream media, to the CNN articles about what's going on in politics and all the nonsense. I mean, where would you rather be? And it's just it's just so sad for the people that are stuck in their, it's their it's personal responsibility is a new counterculture. They are stuck in that doom world. They have no clue about what's going on in our Bitcoin overlay here, which is, I mean, the freaking golden age personified here, baby, embodied. I, I, I love it. So where would you rather be? I think, I think we all know the answer. But unfortunately, 80% of the people have no clue. <laughs> but PayPal is going to, uh, it's going to get some, uh, it's good marketing for Bitcoin here. Okay. So maybe there will be some normies. There will be some normies, uh, 2021 coming to Bitcoin. Now, what is this that I have here? Oh yeah. So before getting to PayPal, Decrypt has an article, Bitcoin breaks the $12,000 mark. Uh, okay, great. 
And it's uh, the 83rd consecutive day above 10,000. 100 days will be November 5th, which is after November 3rd, which is Election Day. So I just want to point that out to everyone that November 3rd, uh, that could be a very turbulent day for Bitcoin. But 83 days in a row in the five-digit realm. Pound that like button on our way to 100 on November 5th. Who knows? Because November 3rd could very much mess it up. But people don't realize because they got so excited about the huge spikes in numbers uh, that we had in December 17 and January 18 when Bitcoin was 13,000, 19,000, 60, 17,000. But that was only for a few days, 83 freaking days in the five digit realm. This is the for all you fiat freaks. We are in the best period ever. In terms of Bitcoin, and there's still some people like, oh, we're in a bear market. I mean, I, I, don't, I think those people are very rare right now. But this is really the bet for you fiat freaks. What we've been going through, you don't even realize it because you got so you're so obsessed with fiat. You're so obsessed with that all time high, 19,000, 17,000, 16,000, those days back in December. You don't realize what we're going through right now is like the best time in terms of fiat. So FOMO rhymes with inflow. I'm going to quote Vinnie Lingham here. With Bitcoin now above $12,000, the next 30 days will likely bring the highest inflow of fiat into crypto since 2017. No coincidence that this period is during the U.S. election. Expect high volatility, but Bitcoin likely won't drop below $12,000 during this period. Uh, I don't. Again, I think it, I think it will drop below twelve thousand. I think that election day we've got a great chance of it of dropping below twelve thousand. Uh, but but I, I get his point. The FOMO gets people. People see the prices rising. They want to get into it. So yeah, inflow FOMO, they're connected. And I want everybody that's watching this live to retweet. I just put it out there in the chat. Okay, spread the word. This is gonna be. I haven't even got yet all the high energy yet, dude, because we haven't even touched uh, the specifics of PayPal. So play this at 2x to get through this. This is going to be a good one. And oh yeah, so again, we we next next on the list of, of breaking uh, prices back in back in July, the end beginning of July, end of June, uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin uh, of of 2019. Excuse me. That was the last time. So yeah, where that was the last time prices were higher, basically. Okay, that period of time. So that that's next on the agenda, and that's around thirteen something. Now, will that happen by the end of this year? I I, it, I mean, looks like it. <laughs> I'm not gonna uh, g g guarantee anything like that. I don't know when that will happen. Okay, so uh, we've got a, a tweet by a uh, hundred trillion trillion dollar uh, USD. That's Plan B. And he uh, he isn't too impressed by the PayPal thing uh, on a on a technical level because now he, the big announcement is PayPal says you know you could buy Bitcoin uh, with PayPal and sell Bitcoin with PayPal. The situation really is you don't if you do it through PayPal you don't own that you don't own that Bitcoin you don't you cannot send the Bitcoin off of PayPal okay so you don't really. This is pretty. It's it's not control. It's very far from private controlling your private key. Okay, you, when you buy it at Coinbase, it's sitting at Coinbase. You can take it off of Coinbase. When you buy it at PayPal, you're not going to be able to take it off of PayPal. 
everything's going to be done. And so you can buy stuff with it. It can go up in value in terms of fiat, but and then you can buy something that's worth more. But no, you cannot remove your Bitcoin from PayPal once this is all set up. So he's not impressed, but I don't I don't care about that. You no one's being forced to use PayPal to buy this, okay? It, it's it's going to be in people's faces that use PayPal. Oh, maybe I should buy this now. But you know, it's just like with GBTC. You don't really own the Bitcoin. With PayPal, you will not really own the Bitcoin at all. And you will be heavily monitored. And I mean, the United States government must love this. This is a dream come true. They, they know who's buying it, who's selling it, who will have to pay taxes on it. If they're doing anything criminal with it, it, it they could be cut off in a second. It, it's, it's, it's great for all the uh, and, and many people in the world love to, to worship whatever the 80 percent what the government tells you to do. So this is great for those type of people. Again, you're not being forced to do do it through PayPal. Do, this just makes us more elite, the people who know how to properly uh, hold it. Okay, so Decrypt says, uh, yeah, PayPal to launch crypto buying and selling features. So I, I also I also want to point out that it's not just Bitcoin. It's Litecoin, Bcash, and Ethereum also. We will get to that because it's, it's helping define what the top tier altcoins are. Once again, uh, although users will be able to pay with cryptocurrencies at around... 26 million merchants in early 2021, the resellers will still receive the funds in the form of fiat currency, such as the U.S. dollar, uh, the company noted. Okay, with a global active user base, and this is the biggest positive of the whole day, of the whole PayPal story. With a, a global active user base of 346 million people, the payment giant can expose a significant number of its customers to digital assets. Pound that like button for marketing there, baby. Okay, and he tweeted that PayPal's move is a sign of normalization of the asset class, adding that many people don't seem to understand the value of brand marketing. Dude, you telling me in the in the Bitcoin space, there are plenty of people that do not understand the the value of big of brand marketing. Now you're gonna freaking understand. Well, you probably still won't understand it, but yeah, some of you will will, will grasp it. Uh, so, lots of global user active user base of 346 million uh, people. Now they are Bitcoin is going to be normal for them. Okay, Bitcoin is going to be kosher for them. Uh, and that, that's good. They're going to get it's, there's an increase in brand awareness and an increase in the positive outlook on the, the Bitcoin brand because PayPal is going to have, say, Bitcoin on it somewhere. And you're going to be able to use Bitcoin, although you really it's it's not really Bitcoin. So, yeah, it's 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 instant KYC. It's, you know, it's all the stuff that the hardcore Bitcoin people don't like. Well, the hardcore Bitcoin people aren't going to be doing this. They're, they're not going to be. Well, they're offended by selling hardcore Bitcoin people, first of all. Uh, so they, they wouldn't be involved in anything where they think they're buying Bitcoin and then they're liquidating it for, for cash. Now, and what do we have here? And so I, I, a Yahoo article, the main this was such a big story that the mainstream media is covering it. So the FOMO, there's FOMO in the air, baby. And Pierre Rochard, I like this tweet. And yeah, I see we got questions here. I'm going to get to the questions in a second. Keep doing them, dudes. Uh, P Pierre Richard says, I just lost it. Uh, Bitcoin's price is going up. Bitcoin's price going up is going to attract a lot of demand. I, ag I agree. Vinny was sort of saying that too. And we've seen this before. The FOMO attracts uh, 
people. And, 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 and I hope it does. And that they'll buy the real thing. They won't buy GPTC. <laughs> they'll, they'll, buy a, they'll buy Bitcoin and they'll put it on their drizzle. Okay. Now, what's this Coin Telegraph article? Uh, regulation will keep pay, PayPal's new crypto services from looking anything like crypto. I agree. Yeah, that's true. So what does that mean? Not only are coins held on the certainly not your coins, but also this may be the standards that big firms will have to abide by in order to dabble in crypto. I, I agree. This might set a precedent for all the people who don't want to own don't, don't want to hold their own Bitcoin. This might be, uh, you know, if you want some third party to do it, do it for you. It, it might be like this. It might be as non-Bitcoin as this, because, again, this is not really only Bitcoin. With PayPal, what we may be looking at is regulators allowing crypto on major platforms only when it has no chance of going to other platforms, which is more aggressive than a whitelist. I agree. I agree. The United States, all the, all the regulators would love for people to think they own Bitcoin when they cannot even send a Bitcoin. That's the that's what PayPal that's the paradigm that par, the PayPal is setting up. Okay, okay, that's that's something that's something that's going to be out there. Compete, don't complain. Let the eighty percenters do it that way. Okay, the other options aren't going away. It's easy. <laughs> um, PayPal is not setting up a situation that is about uh, truly holding Bitcoin. And I, I, I'm I'm going to say that. Uh, what was I going to? I forgot what I was going to say here. With the uh, the regulators allowing, uh, no, I, I, we I, I've said in the recent past, you know, the five Bitcoin skills that you need to have, and the first Bitcoin skill that you need to have is you know how to send the Bitcoin. We're going to have all these people who think they own Bitcoin. They're not going to know how to send the Bitcoin. So I know it sounds so simple still to some of you guys who love complexity worship. Okay, I know there's a lot of complexity worship lovers out there. We're going to have all these people who are, quote, unquote, exposed to Bitcoin. You, knowing how to send the Bitcoin, you will be that much more elite compared to all the people that are exposed to Bitcoin. If you just know how to send the Bitcoin, these people aren't going to learn how to send the Bitcoin at all. Not at all. Not at all. By, by, by buying it through PayPal. Okay, let me get to a question here before we uh, get um, – uh, Brian Jacoto is in, is in the house again. He was on This Week in Bitcoin. Uh, it was linked. It's linked up below. It was a great show. Thank you, Brian. He says, uh, uh, "Re PayPal." Uh, I think it's a net positive. I agree. Would be great if they'd allow people to take it off. It would be great, but <laughs> but uh, there's uh, options for. But there's options for that. This will let newbies get their feet wet. A nice way of framing it. Newbies, eighty percenters, are getting their feet wet. They're getting some exposure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. But, PayPal isn't going to let people uh, uh, move their Bitcoin at, 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 off the uh, off the platform because it's not their Bitcoin. Uh, now, but uh, thank you very much for the uh, comment. And yes, it, it is a positive day. It's a very positive day. It's great marketing. Okay, now, so clearly, I'm excited. Uh, a lot of people are excited. Is this bigger than the MicroStrategy news? Okay, is this bigger than the MicroStrategy news? Because, because everyone knows, I've been saying since the summer, market strategy, biggest, biggest Bitcoin news of the year. I'm waiting for something to beat it. Did this beat it? Marketing-wise, this beat it. Fundamentally, no, this doesn't beat it. 
Uh, both are about normalization, though. One for corporations. Okay, the MicroStrategy News normalized Bitcoin for corporations. The treasuries can hold it now. And this normalizes it for consumers. And there's a lot more consumers out there, uh, a lot more in, in Jack and James out, out, out there who now feel more comfortable with Bitcoin. But fundamentally, uh, what MicroStrategy did by buying up 0.1% of all the Bitcoin out there, that takes a lot of Bitcoin off the market. And it inspires a lot of other companies to do the same thing. This only PayPal has to take a certain amount of Bitcoin off the market in order to make this scheme work. Okay, they've got to be holding a lot of Bitcoin. But what what, what MicroStrategy inspires, you know, if if, if you know only one percent of all the Fortune uh, one thousand companies do what they did, it's going to take a, a huge amount of Bitcoin off the market. So. In, in one way, the microstrategy, I mean, I explained, uh, fundamentally, it is not the biggest news of the year, the, the, the uh, microstrategy news was, but in terms of marketing, yeah. So normalization, this is normalization for the regular guy, that was normalization, Normalization. microstrategy is normalization for the, uh, the treasuries, the, the corporate treasuries. And back in July of, okay, I, I jumped ahead here earlier on the show. 13,129. 13,129. That was uh, back in July of 2019. Bitcoin hit that. That was Libra related. Okay. That was Libra related. Uh, in June 26, it was up to 13,796. All right. So eventually, the, we're one day closer to those being beaten too. And uh, again, that was all when. Everyone was enthused that Libra, that Facebook was making their own cryptocurrency, and then people got a downer because the government uh, loves to restrict everything and loves to vilify Facebook. And so, but guys, imagine what we have today. It's PayPal is big. Facebook is bigger than PayPal. So one of these days, Libra, Facebook is going to be allowed to do their Libra. It's going to go live. And now, you know, we're, we're used to numbers that are above $12,000. So if Libra back then could bring uh, Bitcoin to $13,000, just imagine what's going to happen when Libra really happens, when, when, when Facebook has another major cryptocurrency announcement. So I, I have been looking forward to Libra coming back for a while. I've been saying for quite some time that it is very good for Bitcoin. It, it just you got to be patient. You got to be patient, but it should be another glorious spark. So I alluded to earlier that there was big news out of England today. That would have been the biggest news of the day had this PayPal thing not happened. And it just puts everything in perspective uh, that, uh, it, well, that we've got big stories. Okay. And that's awesome. Uh, now, what is it here? More global mode, excuse me, mode global holdings PLC. A London stock exchange listed company has announced plans to make a significant purchase of Bitcoin as part of its treasury investment strategy. Awesome. Awesome. You know, it's the, it's the English speaking world. Again, I, yesterday's show, watch it. I talked about how the United States of America dominates Bitcoin. But England's up there. England's up there partially because it's part of our circle of English speaking friends. But this is the first, I believe major British corporation to copy what uh, MicroStrategy did. So that's good. It's happening in Europe also. And uh, good, 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 good times ahead. All right. 
Now the actual, and I wanted everyone just, I want to remind everyone, I got a lot of links to below. Check out the links below. I'm not just putting it out there for decoration. I actually had to spend a little bit of time organizing it today. So please check them out. And including the PayPal, the official PayPal press release talking about this. They're not hiding anything. They're not hiding. They're not, they're not pretending it's really Bitcoin. They're saying you can't take it off their platform. Uh, okay. And yes, so sending a Bitcoin now more than ever is a golden age skill that uh, many people who think they own Bitcoin will not even have. So learn it, live it, love it. She's just a woman. All right. I, I got to say, I was listening to that, uh, that song, Invisible Hand, again today. That really gets me pumped up, the, uh, that Phil Collins song, man. He has so much passion when he sings. Speaking about Britain, okay, he's British, right? <laughs> now, uh, and Alistair Milne frames it, explains it very nicely, what this PayPal thing is. A PayPal Bitcoin sidechain will serve as yet another black hole from which Bitcoin won't escape, just like GBTC. What he means there is that they've got a they've got to hold a certain amount of Bitcoin, just like GBTC does, so that they can they can pull off this. You, you know, you you send your quote unquote Bitcoin to somebody else, and they get dollars. So they've got to keep a certain amount of Bitcoin in their closed loop system, just like GBTC does. And as it becomes more popular, they got to add more Bitcoin. So that's your black hole there, but. I see, and it, and it's stuck there for a while. But I see uh, more Bitcoin being stuck or being held by more people doing what this British, more entities doing what this British company just did, uh, adding Bitcoin as their treasury reserve. But he explains it nicely there. It is linked to below. Now, unlike corporate treasuries, <laughs> Big, uh, PayPal has to appear appeal to uh, consumers, okay? It's got to have a marketing gimmick. It's got to appeal to 80 percenters. So it had to diversify for the sake of diversification and play into that game. Notice that the corporate treasuries, they've only bought Bitcoin. They don't have to play with gimmicks. They, they don't have to diversify for the sake of diversification. But Litecoin surges after PayPal includes it among the uh, cryptos uh, that you, you can buy and sell there. So Litecoin and Ethereum and Bcash somehow made the cut uh, because PayPal has to diversify for the sake of diversification uh, because there are going to be some people that are just – they're going to be bored with Bitcoin. So other altcoin tribes, no doubt, will be begging PayPal to be included. And PayPal, I think in the press release, did allude that – to, they didn't make it seem like this was static, like this was that they'll add other altcoins. So all you freakazoids out there that for some reason value wealth in altcoins, after all this, you'll be able to beg and cry to PayPal to help uh, make your altcoin seem like it's a top tier altcoin. And maybe it will be. Maybe it will be a top tier altcoin. Uh, you know, to be a top tier altcoin, first of all, Ethereum is the next Ethereum. That's automatically up there. All the rest have to have some gimmick have to actually be used by or listed by entities like PayPal. So congratulations to Litecoin and Bcash, which are basically pointless copies of, of Bitcoin. Um, 
you, you did it. You, you got listed, but you're going to get a lot of exposure from this. All right. So uh, very, very nice for you guys. You're, you're top tier. You're top tier altcoins, whatever that means. Okay. Now, last week, I, I, I it looks like I missed this Coinbase. Uh, and also, wait, let me see if there's anything else. Anyone can access PayPal. Yeah, and, well, basically. Well, not anyone. <laughs> if they consider you a criminal, they can just cut you off right away. So that's why they, 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 this is going to be hot. All sorts of KYC, I call it nonsense, but the, 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 the government loves this. The government, um, it's the government, had, the United States government is allowing Bitcoin to be, bit, to, to be out there. And so now there is a pathway they're so happy about this. More, so many people are going to go this KYC pathway because it's easy instead of doing what the twenty percent holders do. You know, getting a trezor, moving it off an exchange. The, the U.S. government is so happy that this KYC option is going to become so popular and easy. Uh, so, they, hey, at least they're not. They're not going to. We, we know that one. The United States government is not about to say Bitcoin is illegal. This is just another reminder of that. So we don't have to deal with that pain in the future. Uh, all right, moving back to the Coinbase. Uh, speaking about KYC uh, and, and the U.S. government and Coinbase, I missed this last week. Apparently, this was uh, October 16th. I don't know how I missed this. Uh, Coinbase has a blog post. Coinbase currently serves more than 38 million customers worldwide. Like other global financial services and technology companies, we regularly receive requests from law enforcement and government agencies seeking customer government, seeking uh, customer account information and financial records in connection with civil, criminal, or other investigative matters. There were 1,914 requests, I think, in the first half of 20. I, I don't know the time period now. I think it's the first half of 2020. Uh, 20, 1,914 requests. 58% of all requests came from the United States agencies. 90% of all requests came from three jurisdictions combined, the United States, the United Kingdom, and Germany. 16% of United States requests were from state and local authorities. All right, dudes. Uh, so the government does... Uh, Governments of the world go to Coinbase, and Coinbase is admitting, yes, if you deal with us, we will uh, gladly give your information over to a government that says they're they're worried about you. <laughs> but the, the exact numbers are all there; they're all there. So they're being transparent about their snitching. So okay, that's that's what's going on over there. Lost and found. I've got a lost and found article here in a second. Uh, but people keep sending me lost and found stuff. And if it's a, a tweet that you tweeted out, I'll retweet it. Come up with some good lost and found stories. I want to find your lost stories and, and spread the word because this is your home for Bitcoin insider information. You don't get normal stories here. Um, you get different takes. You know it. Unique beast stuff. So here's a gold. Gold is old reminder here. And some people thought Barry Silbert was serious about They didn't understand the irony in this. He said, this is such a great tweet. When is PayPal adding gold? <laughs> Obviously, they're never adding gold. They cannot add gold. It's not, 
It's not digital. It just, it's just another reminder of why gold is being left behind in the gold dust of history. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do with a lot of cryptocurrencies you can't do with gold. And the trend is uh, also corporate treasuries aren't adding gold. They're adding Bitcoin. I, I think most of you get the point of that very short but sweet point, uh, tweet. When is PayPal adding gold? The answer is never, of course. Uh, and it's just another reminder that, of course, I would rather own Ethereum than own gold any day of the week because I can I could turn that Ethereum into uh, Bitcoin in seconds. Uh, and it can't be taken away from me. Ethereum, can, can, well, uh, I, I guess we can, uh, it can. Gold can be taken away from me much easier than uh, Ethereum can be in uh in, in, in theory. But remember, when we're talking about altcoins and everything, Bitcoin is the most unconfiscatable of them all, is unconfiscatable. The others you can have some arguments about. Okay. Now, the great Rocky Palumbo also reminds us that there was a time earlier this year when everybody was uh, worried about the current events uh, and, and the, the gold price was going up. People thought, oh, maybe this is going to be a gold revolution. Maybe we're going to go back in time to uh, back to the future you know, it, it type of thing. It, it's time to go to the past for the future. No, it's not. Here are some uh, reminders why gold is still old. And that, yes, sometimes gold might look good when all the gold gold bugs are, think that doom is, is imminent. And uh, that the world, that there is not going to be truly a golden age of the 2020s, that we're going to go back to the Stone Age, uh, and that it's time to be a gold bug again. But Rocky reminds us, since the recording of this video, a video with Pomp, on July, and, and Schiff, on July 26, 2020, uh, gold is up 1.21%, Bitcoin is up 24.95%. Year to date, gold is up 26%, Bitcoin is up 76%. Uh, since January 1st, 2014, gold is up 57%. Bitcoin is up 1,583%. You want the you want the real thing. Gold is the real. Bitcoin is the real thing. Bitcoin is the real thing. Bitcoin is the gold 2.0. Okay, let's go to South Africa real quick. I found the dude. Uh, his his Twitter feed is just linked to below. His name is the Great South African Onboarding. South and his. Uh, he describes himself as South Africa is collapsing. Some people know this. Bitcoin can save us. Few people know this. <laughs> I spend my days onboarding normies. It's working. Uh, he started to follow me. So, dude, I take note of when awesome people start to follow me. You're doing a great thing. I've been yelling since 2015 when I first visited beautiful Cape Town that people should not be uh, – People should protect themselves from the ludicrous uh, government in South Africa and their insane monetary policy with the rand. Value your wealth in Bitcoin, not in rand. And dude, you're doing it on the streets of South Africa and virtually in South Africa. So good for you. The great South African onboarding. Everybody can check that dude out uh, below. Yesterday, and I'm going to conclude with some normie type of stuff. Yesterday, I talked about how it was cool that a, a Green Bay Packer I never heard of was mentioning Bitcoin and that it might wake some people up. Well, let, the biggest – what are the biggest sports stars talking about on this day where, where we've got huge Bitcoin news? They are retweeting fancy sets and graphics videos of cars. 
LeBron James says, oh, my goodness, GMC. I cannot wait to get my hands on one of these. Sheesh. Bring back so many great memories from my first Hummer, and I'm excited to make more in the GMC Hummer EV. So it sounds like the G, it sounds like GMC paid him to do this. I doubt it. I mean, he just he's he's into such you know non assets, and he can be. He's a very very wealthy guy. He can buy as many GMC Hummers as he wants. He can go down to the block in Baltimore and buy as many Hummers as he wants. Also, pound that like button if you know what reference I'm making there. But going back to the car, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's this is what people take in. They see uh, these stars talking about buying frivolous, ridiculous uh, Hummers that they cannot afford. They, most people can't afford – I don't know how much a GMC – it's going to obviously cost over $50,000. So they will be the some, same ones complaining. They, they could have got four Bitcoin. But no, they got you – know, they, they, they had their sets on a GMC Hummer because that was cool. LeBron said it was cool. Dudes, this is how – Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. That's how you get into debt. You spend $50,000 on a GMC SUV. It's worth $30,000 the next day. And uh, with, with Bitcoin, you spend $50,000 on Bitcoin. In, in a year, it's going to be worth more, dude. So uh, so in four years, it's going to be worth more. How about that? In, take back what I said about the year thing. 210,000 uh, block theory, 46 months later – yeah. Anyway, I have had tweets before and videos before where I talk about the silliness of buying a car. Uh, and well, LeBron can afford it, but th that's what's going on in the mainstream. This is what's going on in the Bitcoin overlay. Crypto over cars, Bitcoin over Berkeley. Let me see if there were any other uh, comments out there. Do you think taxes will complicate crypto payments on PayPal? Oh, no. I mean, it's going to be – no, 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 no. PayPal, they'll have it set up perfectly. You'll be able to see how much you owe the United States government. Um, and if they don't provide that, well, you better figure it out <laughs> because the United States government's going to know. But I think it, um, I, maybe the one positive that could come out of it, it might put pressure on the United States government if so many people – are using Bitcoin that way that there are no more taxes on uh, transactions that are under $600 or under a certain number that involve uh, Bitcoin, which is, it, it's already ridiculous that people have to worry about, you know, they spend uh, $10, they bought a Bitcoin for or a, a fraction of Bitcoin for $10 for $1. And then they, when they spent it, they spent it on something was $10. They got to, they got to report the ridiculous capital gains. I, I assume I assume PayPal. I, I hope PayPal would make that easy for people. Um, but if they don't, and people start complaining, then the United States government might be inspired to just forget about it and be like, "Okay, no, you're not going to have to pay taxes on transactions under six hundred dollars anymore." Okay, so uh, it, it, interesting question out there. It, it it definitely made me think. All right, that's it. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. Retweet it. Follow me on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. And buy shirts listed below. I'll see you later. Fun times. A great day. Great day. See ya.